Welcome to All Things D&D Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... Let's begin with the story. It happened half a year after I started playing D&D, with my best friend and my girlfriend. For the story, I will call them Marcus and Leah. We usually played it with other people at our school, but our school year ended and most of our usual players were busy doing other things. None of us wanted to be the DM, and because we enjoyed playing it with more people than just us three, we asked the owner of our local game store if there were people who were looking for D&D players. The store owner said that he could make a note and hang it out if we want to. We all agreed. Days later, a guy that I will call Michael for the story called me and said that he and two of his friends were looking for a few players for a campaign and asked me if we would like to join them. I asked Leah and Marcus and both agreed. Over the next few days, he told me what kind of campaign he was running. It wasn't anything special. Bunch of heroes trying to defeat an evil bad guy. Basic, but we wanted to play D&D. We got together at the game store a week after Michael called me. They all were older than us. At this time, we were around 19 to 21, and they were around 23 to 25. Michael looked very nerdy, like stereotypical nerdy. His friend Jason, also a nerd, and Jason's girlfriend that I will call Clara, they seemed nice, but I noticed that Clara was very shy. Very, very shy. She didn't speak very much, but when she talked it was barely above a whisper. She also didn't look at you when she talked to you. Her boyfriend Jason usually talked for her, and when he did that, or when he touched her, she seemed scared. I think you can imagine where this story is going. I thought that her behavior was a bit odd. Well, we entered the store. There were rooms in the back where customers could play card games or play D&D. Michael talked with the store owner and rented one of the rooms for the whole afternoon. We sat at a table and introduced each of our characters. I was a warlock, Marcus a fighter, Leah a rogue. Then Clara and Jason told us who their characters were. Jason was also a fighter and Clara was a bard. They told us a bit about their backgrounds. I don't remember much of Jason's background, but his character was some kind of nobleman. Then Clara told us the backstory about her character. There were so many red flags. Her character was the slave of Jason's fighter. I didn't understand why a player would choose that as a background. We questioned her background choice, but Clara told us that her character is the slave of Jason's fighter, and she didn't seem very happy with that. Jason and Michael, on the other hand, seemed to enjoy it very much. We brought up our concern, but the DM said that slavery is part of the world he created, and that a character can be a slave if they want. I remember how he and Jason smiled about that whole slavery part, and how disgusting it was. It just wasn't right. Then we started to play. Since we weren't beginners anymore, we didn't have an issue with role-playing. Michael was a good DM and played his NPCs well, and Jason played his character quite well too. But Clara had problems. She didn't say very much in the first session, and every time she wanted to speak, she had to ask her master for permission. To say it was uncomfortable is putting it lightly. After the first session on our way home, Leah asked me if I noticed Clara's weird behavior. I was glad that I wasn't the only one who thought that something strange was going on. Clara's fear was too real for role-playing. We shared our thoughts, and it was the first time the term abuse came up. But we aren't experts with that, and we didn't want to accuse anyone of anything without proof. We agreed to observe the three better next time before we did anything. We talked to Marcus about our plan. He felt the same way we did, but he wanted to do something right away. We convinced him to wait, so we could get concrete proof something terrible was happening. We met again the next week. As always, Jason and Michael were in a good mood. Clara was shy like the day we first met her. 
My girlfriend Leah tried talking to her to get her out of her shell, but she wasn't very talkative. The whole time she watched Jason and Michael with fear on her face. We started the second session and it was weirder than the first. Since we had our theories about Jason and Clara, we tried to play it cool, and we did for the most part. Marcus was a bit passive-aggressive. As we played the adventure, we all tried to interact with Clara more, talk to her more often, but every time she had to ask Jason if she could answer. Sometimes he let her talk, but most of the time she was not allowed to. There was more combat this time, and we noticed for the first time that her character acted very passive in fights too. Michael, the DM, didn't even ask her sometimes what action she wanted to do in the fight and ignored her completely. Only when Jason gave her orders during his round was she allowed to do something. It was bizarre, but Michael told us that it was okay this way because she's a slave. We were shocked. Jason and Michael treated Clara like some kind of object. We didn't know that this session would become even worse. Our party went to a tavern after a difficult fight. We sat down on a table and shared stories with each other. Except Clara's character wasn't allowed to sit with us. I asked Jason why not. I already knew the answer, but I wanted to persuade him that he should let Clara's character interact with us more. He said something like, she's a slave, she doesn't belong with us, slaves are like pigs. Would you, a mighty warlock, eat together with a pig? He and Michael then laughed, and Clara looked away. She was ashamed, and I felt bad for her. Then Jason's character wanted to go to bed. He stood up from the table and said that he would take Clara's character with him. He grabbed her arm roughly to show us how he would take her to his room. Clara flinched, obviously in pain. Jason then described to us in detail what he and Clara's character would do in his room. It was... awful. I will spare you the details. He and Michael laughed, as if it was the funniest thing that they've heard in their lives. It was horrible to watch them. I asked Michael if he was really going to let that happen. I said that this is disgusting and shouldn't be part of a D&D adventure but he answered that it's a cruel fantasy world. We were furious, especially Leah. She yelled at both of them, but Michael just said that it isn't real. It's just their characters. But if we had something against that, then we should roll our dice. At this point, the session ended. We were all angry at Jason and Michael. We talked for a bit and then Clara and Jason walked away. Leah and Marcus went after them. They had an argument with Jason and the whole store witnessed it. Michael and I stayed in the back rooms for a while. I also wanted to go, but Michael started talking to me. He asked me if Leah is always like that. He thought since the day he met her that she acted hysterical and that she talked too much. Michael then wanted to give me tips for my relationship with her, that I should be the boss and that she should follow my orders and when she doesn't behave like that, that I should punish her. I was sick of him and Jason. Both of them were clearly abusing Clara. I didn't want it to be true and I wanted to punch him. But I didn't want to make a scene and violence isn't a solution, even when Michael deserved it. Marcus and Leah were waiting outside of the store with Clara who was crying. Leah tried to calm her down, while Marcus told me what happened. He and Jason got into a fight. They argued about how he was treating Clara. It escalated to the point where Jason pushed Clara away and said something like, If you're so worried about her, then you should take care of her. We took Clara to our apartment, where she stayed with us for a few days. She told us about her relationship with Jason. It sounded horrible. They met each other through D&D. She said that he was nice at first. He taught her everything and they played together a lot. Then they became a couple, and everything changed. Jason got aggressive and violent. She lost all of her friends because he forced her to not see them again. Her parents lived in another city far away. She wasn't allowed to call or meet them. He even forced her to quit her job. She didn't have her own phone since Jason took it away from her and destroyed it. He watched her all the time. I couldn't believe that I would meet people that were capable of doing such horrible things. And even in Dungeons and Dragons, a game Clara loved very much, she couldn't escape them. 
But who would have thought that through D&D, we could save someone's life? There's at least a glimmer of a happy ending. Jason and Michael were convicted for their crimes. A small bit of justice for Clara. And for Clara and us, we're still friends. She isn't a shy, scared woman anymore. She's gained a lot of self-confidence over the last few years. And she's finally happy in real life and D&D. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time. Ha ha ha!